Welcome to Never Stop Building, where we discuss all things business, growth, and leveling up to become the most elite version of yourself. We're here to challenge fear and shatter doubt. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Stop Building. I'm your host, Sam Kaufman. As always, super grateful to be here talking to you today. Today's topic is core values. And here's why. We are. Uh, I got a question recently on a call, um, and the guy said, hey, man, I implemented core values in my business. And I don't feel like they've done anything. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Um, can you kind of walk me through what implementation of core values means to you in this moment? As you said that he's like, yeah, man, I defined them. Um, you know, we got the posters printed. I, I got them on the back of the shirts. I've got, uh, the banner up in the back of the warehouse. And like, I just don't really think like anybody really knows them or knows how to, okay, cool. So I stop you right there. Here's the reality of the situation. Defining core values is one half of a percent of the job in implementing core values inside of your business. What core values are, are the foundational component of everything that your business decides moving forward. What clients do we take on? What clients do we not take on? Who do we hire? Who do we promote? Who do we fire? Who do we give raises to? Who do we recognize? Core values are the foundation of decision-making for your business. In order to have a foundation of decision-making in your business, because I think I think people really, really misinterpret or underestimate the gravity of that sentence. The foundation of decision-making. Do you understand that you make thousands of decisions a day? probably hundreds or thousands for your business, specifically your career, your job, what the fuck ever you need to call it. Thousands of decisions every day. The foundation of decision-making needs to be rooted in these core values, which means in order to implement these core values, really, you need a foundational shift in probably 80% of how your business speaks, communicates, operates, meets, and decides things. This is no small make a banner application of work. This is a massive undertaking not to be taken lightly and to be done swiftly. If you haven't done this yet, listen up. If you have done this already and it doesn't seem to be working for you, listen harder. When we sit down to make our core values, the method that I like the most is that it involves all of the stakeholders in your business. If you're a three-man show, it's probably all three of you. Might need to include your wives. Maybe they're stakeholders. Maybe they're doing paperwork. And let me let me define stakeholder versus shareholder. A shareholder is somebody that owns actual percentage of the business. They own shares of your company. A stakeholder is someone whose life is directly impacted, who is deeply invested in the company. On, with small businesses, a good portion of the staff is usually a stakeholder. As you get into the 6, 12, 18, 25, 30, um, it's not all 30 people. It's just not. You've probably got a core 
a core four to six people who are who are true stakeholders in your company. So step one is get the stakeholders together and have a meeting and a discussion about why you want to implement core values in your business, about how they are the foundation of decision-making. If you don't have core values, your business is probably flapping in the wind with decisions. You don't have a consistency of clientele. You probably don't have a consistency of employees. There's probably a lot of lacking clarity. You probably have high turnover. You probably struggle a lot to fire people and hold them accountable. You probably struggle a lot to hire the best people and hold them accountable. Needless to say, there's probably some rockiness in your company, regardless of how much money you're making. You sit down with your stakeholders and you tell them why you want to implement and organize and define this very foundational component of your company, core values. Then you tell them what they are. Core values are a set of three to six values that are the foundation of decision-making for the business. Things that are incredibly important from a moral compass perspective to you and your stakeholders that you are confident you can base every decision off of moving forward. Three to six is a key here. So you get together with your stakeholders, you have that conversation, assuming that that goes well. The next step, this is how I did it. This is the method I love to use. You sit down and you word vomit every word that means something to you. Integrity, communication, honesty, love, hard work, quality of work, quality craftsmanship. We are great carpenters. We are um, kings of plumbing. We, whatever, whatever, all of it, word vomited onto a piece of paper from all of you. You'll probably have dozens and dozens of words and phrases by the time you're done with you and your stakeholders. The next thing to do, once you have this vomited list of words and phrases and things that mean something to you, is every person needs to pick the top six from their vomited list. Top six. And then we combine them. From that list, we pick top 10. As a group, we pick top 10. We pick top 10 and then we sit on them. That's right. We sit on them. We take one to two weeks. Everybody takes a list of those 10 words home. We sit on them. We meditate on them. We pray on them. We look at them. We say them out loud. We recite them. Which ones are hitting? Which ones aren't sticking? Prioritize those top 10 in order of one as most important, 10 as least important over the course of the two weeks between meetings. Everybody comes back together in two weeks and you have another meeting and you discuss based on the list of priorities everybody had. And we have to look at the common denominators. Who all said a certain one was one or two or three or six? We clump those together. The goal of this meeting, regardless of how long it takes, is that we narrow down the core values to the three to six most important, most valuable and most impactful core values for your business. Again, remember, these values are going to be the foundation of decision-making for your company. The core values at my construction company are communicate proactively, radical responsibility, 
utilize unique abilities, solution-based thinking, help first mentality, idealistic in our work, and thankful tenacity. That last one means we're very grateful people, but we want more and we're going to go after it. Job's never done. Those values are the core of decision-making at my company. When we hire people, we go over those core values. When we talk to employees one-on-one, we go over those core values. When somebody gets recognized, I have four R rule for core values. The four R's are recognition, reprimand, raises, and removal. So when you get recognition on my team, it's a core value recognition. You really stood out, highlighted one of our values in a big way. When you get reprimanded, it always ties back to a core value. Regardless of what it is, it has to tie back to a core value and why it was a failure of the value structure. Raises. Hey, man, when we give a raise, even if it's performance-based, performance can very, very simply be tied back to many core values. Hey, you've been killing it on communication with clients. Hey, you've been killing it with radical responsibility, dude. You really owned lacking in that area of performance, and you really fixed that over the last six months. We're going to talk about raising your pay. Hey, you've really honed in on utilizing that unique ability of yours, dude. I think that's worth some extra money. And then removal. When somebody is removed from the team, fired, terminated, they are informed that they did not meet the core value structure. So in the reprimand, um, during the performance improvement process of write-ups and verbal warnings, every single documentation has the core value that failed inside the process. And then when, if, unfortunately, they need to be let go, barring unforeseen circumstances, if we have to let somebody go just from a budget perspective or a role that we thought we needed that we didn't and we can't move somebody around, but if somebody's being terminated for cause, it always comes back to a core value. We've had many conversations about clients. Hey, this client really doesn't fit our core values. And you have no idea how many times we've we've signed them anyway because we wanted the money and regretted every second of that decision. Every single time. Not one time have we signed a client where we met as a team and said, I don't think this is a great client for us. And it ended up being a great client for us. And I bet you, you've been through that too. Core values fix that. This client is not a good client for us because of these four value misalignments. Cool. Decision's done. Let them go. It's over. You see how that works? So the creation and definition of these values and why they're important is covered. So where did my friend go wrong? In his quote-unquote implementation, but it's not working. Well, implementation is not banners and emails. Implementation is everything that I just talked about. Implementation means that core values are coming up regularly in your conversation. Implementation means that during your team meetings, you have core value highlights or you recite them. For the first 12 months after defining our core values, we talked about them every Monday until they were recitable by the whole team. You see, implementation is a long-term investment in something as important as foundational decision-making changes. 
These are core values at the root of who we are and what we're trying to do. I promise you right now, if you define these clearly and you make this work for you, you will set up a company culture beyond anything that you could imagine. But I have to warn you, you may lose some of the people that you have. You see, if you've never had defined and implemented core values before, there's a very high chance that 15 to 25% of your team currently does not fit those values. And I remember for me, when we really dialed them in and we really defined them, 25% of my team didn't fit them either. And I was not a strong enough leader to terminate those people when it became clear to me. And the consequences of that were tens of thousands of dollars in mistakes, headache, heartache, pain. And at the end of it, lost friendships because I wasn't strong and courageous enough to do the next right thing, which was allow the people on my team who were thriving and fit the values to operate at their highest potential because I kept people on the team who did not perform at a high level, who did not fit our value structure. And the ones who fit knew it. They knew it and they saw it. And it took me some time to really grow up and mature and grow into a man who was capable, strong enough, and willing to make those really difficult decisions and have those really difficult conversations. But that changed the course of everything for us as an organization. Chances are you will find yourself in a similar situation. Chances are in the process of defining and implementing these values, things will not go smooth if you are doing this right. You see, that's where a lot of people get all messed up. They believe if they do something right, everything will go smooth. Not understanding that most of the time when we do something right, that's radically different and evolved from what we've been doing. You're going to rock the boat much harder than you're going to smooth it out. Imagine you're on a ship on the ocean or you're driving fast down a road and you cut a hard right turn, there's a lot of turbulence to keep control of that vehicle during and after that right turn. See, it's a lot easier to just keep driving, blinded to what's on your left and right, ignoring and avoiding doing the necessary right thing for you and your team. It's a lot harder to cut that hard right turn and stick to your guns. Yeah, you'll never know what was at the end of that long road, but I promise you right now, it's not what you wanted. So if you've been on the fence about creating, distributing, and implementing core values, or you've been thinking about it and haven't wanted to do it, or stop hesitating. Just stop. Understand you're embarking on a long-term commitment and investment in you and your company. Understand that your team needs this from you. No one can do this for you. On the last episode, we talked about what needs to be done by me. This needs to be done by you, led by you, participated in by your stakeholders. But you have to lead the charge on this as the leader of your organization. We've gone as far as to do this in our family as well. The Kaufmans have core values, mission and vision statements. See, this is so impactful, so powerful, and so important that this can be done across the board in your life. And you may not believe this already, but you and everybody on your team are already operating by a set of values. Do you like what they are? Do they represent what you really want to be? 
who you want to be and what you want to be known for? Do the current value structure of your organization reflect the man or woman that you desire to be to your clients, to your community, to your kids? If not, it's time to take a look at what you're putting out there into the world. Remember, small business is the backbone of the community. Don't you think you should have a value structure for foundational decision-making if you're going to embark on a journey that is the backbone of your community? I certainly think that you should. DM me. Reach out if you need any help with this. See you guys next time.